It's Monday. The clock shows the time. Come closer. Hear the knock on the door. Welcome to the House of Mystics. Welcome back to the House of Mystics after two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, we were all enjoying nature. We were camping last week. Connecting to the spirits of the mountain, the river, the trees. Getting hailed on. Getting hailed on. <laughs> yeah. All enjoying the, all the elements. <laughs> all the elements. We had enjoyed the fire. We enjoyed the rain with the wind and everything. And earth. Uh, yeah. yeah. All the fucking mud. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back. Yes. <laughs> yes. So after a while, because before that, uh, we did the first episode of Elements. And then for because we had a special guest, uh, uh, Brynhild, we did not continue. And this is going to be the second part of the Elements. And we're going to start with the element of air. <laughs> I promise you, we haven't eaten any gummies. We haven't. We are just. Well, we do take for, uh, gifts, so if you want to ship us some gummies, we'll be glad to. Eat. Try them on air next Monday. Oh, God. I do like the purple ones. Okay. So, <laughs> so elements, element of air. Um, anybody care to describe the element of air or, you know, what connects when it, co when it, it comes flows. to it? It is a masculine energy element. Yes. It is, it is known as brother air or a masculine energy. That is correct. Anybody else wants to say anything about the element of air? As far as correspondences? Yeah, anything. I mean, thoughts, it, you know, it, intellect. Um, Gnosis. Yep. Knowledge. Um, ideas. Yeah, anything that's connected to the soul. Yeah, yeah. So, so definitely, uh, one of the elements that is, uh, it's considered, uh, that has a connection to every other element in a way, right? That not that not only connected, but that actually interacts more with all the elements, interacts with earth, interacts with water and definitely interacts with fire, right? But yes, the element of air is a masculine energy. Uh, it's represented by no, uh, by knowledge, gnosis, and um, it also is a messenger, right? Uh, every time that we speak, we speak to the air, right? Every time we send a message or we burn something to send a message to our ancestors or spirit guides or deities, however, uh, it is because the air carries the smoke. So it's a connection in a way, not as much as in between as, as uh, water, but it's still an element that is kind of in between. So when it comes to, to the element of air, right, would you think that, uh, would you say that uh, air relates to witchcraft in what form? You know, what tools? When we think about witchcraft and the element of air, candles, the sword, music, chanting, your the alchemy, yeah, the wand, the feather, yeah, incense. I would say the feather. I would say incense. Yeah, the yeah, I I agree. The 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 sword, uh, or even the wand, you know, in a way represents uh, that element. Depending on uh, depending on the on, on the practice, but yeah, uh, but it does represent the element of air. Uh, definitely uh, feathers, uh, incense, anything that carries smoke. Anything that carries smokes, uh, smoke. Um, what about healing? 
Can the element of air serve for healing? Well, yeah, yeah. for the breath and also even meditation. Absolutely. You, you breathe to ground and, yourself. No, and to... no, exactly, exactly. Well, this breath, like you said, breath, breath is hugely healing. That's one of the main, you know. Absolutely. You could, you could heal through your breath. Yes. So in astrology, when it comes to air, it represents thinking thoughts, communication, chanting songs. So your voice can offer healing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, we, we, we got to that point uh, that, that I wanted that, that I wanted to get uh, is breath work, speaking, using your voice. Right. Because the only way that, you know, the air carries that vibration of your voice. Right. Chanting, singing, and yep. All that. Perfect. All that. But breath work. <clears throat> breath work is, you know, there are there is actually pract a practice that through breath work, you not only can heal, but also, but also you have, uh, I want to say, breakthroughs like epiphanies yeah. when you're doing There's breath work. Blockages, yeah. Yes. So um, sometimes people just think about the element of air of just, oh, that's just the way I think. Or is just my ideas. No, but the element of air carries much more than that. Not only the ideas, like we, we stated before, but also healing. And also spell work, the incantations mm -hmm. of it. Um, every time we say an incantation, uh, everybody here uses incantations for, for the yes. work? Yes. Do you do your incantations in your head or you speak them out loud? Either whispering or speaking, Depends, but they yeah. are released. It, it, exactly. There has to be a release, yes. right? And you can do a whisper mm -hmm. or you can do like Patrick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? And it doesn't matter what tone, but there is a release because what happens when we speak? Our breath comes out that is connected to air, right? When we do a mill, we're chanting and moving. We're chanting and moving. We're interacting with air. We're manipulating it. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And I think that that is uh, very important to note, right? Uh, when it comes to spell work, specific spell work, uh, how would you use the element of air? Um, in ritual or ceremonial magic, it's associated with Raphael, angel. Yep, and you, yeah. I mean, it's one way. <laughs> you can burn, like you said, you can burn things and you can blow them into the wind. You can use a dandelion <clears throat> and blow it, and that's a spell. You can do yeah. many, many things in and, and blow them. To you can also release like, them. Breathe like intention into something you can yes absolutely you can breathe life into something say a puppet or a candle or exactly breathe actual life and make that exactly alive. yeah that's that's i would say that that's the perfect example mm -hmm. when we're doing a puppet and 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 for our audience uh that we have a puppet that doesn't mean that is a curse right right uh if you're using a puppet uh you breathe life into that puppet so that puppet becomes whoever it needs. becomes the Target. The target, right? So I do think that that is very important to note uh, that air has many facets that we can use with spell work. Um, when we, um, how many of you believe in not blowing the candle? Fuck. I purposely I, blow the candle. I like What? I'm with her. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> My breath is energy. The only time that I'm not going to blow the candle is if it's a continuation and I need to pause it, then I will put it out. If unless, but it so that it it contains the energy within it. Still, mm -hmm. once I'm done with it, I will blow it to release it into the universe. Exactly because it's done. Yes, it's done. You blow out the candle. That's it. Yep. Right now. Let's just say that we're talking about uh, a novena candle, a, a candle that you're going to have for nine days. Mm -hmm. Would you blow that candle with air? You can. Actually, yeah. with those ones, I usually smother it. We know. Yes. We see you do it. That's my, <laughs> that's my thing with the like spell ones or with the circle ones. Like I just feel like 
you know, they get smothered because the energy stays there to me. I don't know. No, no, and, and, and that's perfectly correct, right? But again, you know, your breath carries an energy, mm -hmm. right? Not only the energy of the element, but also your own energy. Right, that, and even if you are blowing it out, if you're blowing it out with the intention of feeding that for further use, there you go. Yes, exactly. So as you can see, you know, air can be used in spell work, and you use it in spell work in different ways. Anybody right. has an, uh, another example? When we write... Um our sigils and our papers and we fold it a certain way then at the very end we're always breathing in it and then we're releasing it to or activate to, to activate it yeah yeah so you can definitely it's everything that we do that we're constantly either breathing in it or we're making you know putting it under incense or we're putting it with some smoke or something like that it's that's just how it all works I yeah guess. And I well, don't know if you guys have ever done this, but like I like to blow into my dice when I like, you know, for luck. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then do the dice. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so when it comes to the altar, how would you represent the element of air? Incense. Or incense. A feather. Or a feather. Yeah. Incense, feather, any other. Well, it could be the acme, it could be the wand, it could be the tarot card with the sword suit. It could be. I like putting in the, the the discs into a little cauldron and and shake it around and, and like the old Catholic priest would go down the aisles. It's a, uh, a sensor. A sensor. Sensor, yeah. A sensor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, forgive us. Uh, while we're talking about this, you know, there's always things things happen backstage yes. and uh, sometimes it, they're just hilarious, uh, but we're still with you right here. Right. Um, Miss Smartass over here. But uh, yes, uh, when we, uh, what was that? Sensor. A sensor. A sen sensor. Sensor. Yes. Yeah. Sensor. Yeah. Yeah. When we move it around, but how about a pendulum? Yeah. yeah. A pendulum. Absolutely. Yeah. Which brings me to my next point. We have literally a point. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, we said incense, sensor, a feather, right? And uh, pendulum. Mm -hmm. What crystals would represent air? Ooh. Yes. Tourmaline, celestite, fucite. I can't. I can't say that word. Tourmaline? It's the other smart ass. Jade. Now. Melancholy, <laughs> yeah, there are certain crystals. There are certain crystals that you cleanse with specific uh, elements, and actually, you charge with the specific elements. And each element will connect to a, to a crystal. Not that it's formed or forged by crystal, but the correspondence connects it to that element. I mean, I see it, but I don't see the reasoning behind it. Okay, I'm gonna ask Google why tourmaline. Yeah, right. Well, it's a okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, tourmaline connects connects to air. Uh, it's it, it's because one of the reasons is because of the shape. I would connect that much more with earth. With earth. Yep. Well. When, it, when, when you see crystals that are more connected to, to, to the element of earth, there are going to be crystals that are going to be on a, on a more pressurized. They're, 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 they're more uh, dense. Uh, Tourmaline is not dense. It's not dense, but it's still it, a very, very earthly grounding crystal. No, it is. So, it know. is. Um, and also it's, uh, it's a crystal that is it's, it's great for negativity negative thoughts yes which connects to earth um to air you were going to say something tabitha no okay i thought tata was going to say something well, um, she was going crazy over there raving their hands like she really wanted to say something i'm just going to say that when it comes to astrology Every crystal is connected to a sign in a specific way. That could be a reason that 
the crystal could be connected to air because everything is connected to astrology. So you did have something to say. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it says tourmaline is known to generate a weak electric current, which produces infrared rays and converts moisture in the air into negative ions. That's very scientific. So it's scientifically corresponding. <laughs> well, that's that's what I got from Google. Leave that to Google to not give me the magical yeah. correspondence. <laughs> yeah, but at least you know, in the past, I've I've, I've actually used tourmaline, uh, not a representation of air, but as a tool to actually not connect to air, but to work with the element of air, if you will. There are, uh, again, you have like different stones that are going to connect to different elements. And actually there are elements that are, that, that they're great for cleansing in stone. And some elements are great for charging the stone. Well, since I mentioned cleansing, is air a good cleanser? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Would you say that is the best one? No. No. Unless you're using smoke. Then you have another element to go with it. Then it picks it up a notch. Exactly. Still not necessarily the best, best one. Yeah, I'm, 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 smudging is a good, you know, uh, smoke cleansing is, is a good thing. I like smoke cleansing, but I, I just feel like it's not the best way to cleanse. There's a, another thing that is said about spirituality. It said, tourmaline is believed to promote inspiration and happiness, reduce fear, and build self-confidence. Connected with thought. It is also used to balance yin yang energies, and it is considered the physical bridge to the spiritual. It, yeah, so I mean, and you know, I feel like air is really like a soul thing, also. So maybe that's why. I don't know. And when it comes to astrology, depending on your moon sign, would be the best way to cleanse. So if you're a fire sign or air or earth or water, if you use that element, it helps more. Makes sense. So within a ritual. How would you incorporate the element of air? Within a ritual? Yeah, you've doing a ritual. Speaking, chanting, you've got your milling, you've got your incense, you've got your your smoke cleansing, all of them. You would use it a lot. So you would say? 90% of your chanting, <clears throat> your spell work is with air. Yeah, so you would say that the element of air is very present in almost, very. Um, almost every uh, ritual or even spell that we it, do. It has yes. to be. It has to be because you have to make it out loud. I mean, a spell in your head is staying in your head. Yeah. You've got to release it and you've got to put it out there. So. But if it's still in your head, it's still air. Uh, yeah, I suppose you got a point there, but it's still not going to. No, you're not releasing it. That's so the difference. It ain't going to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. Yes. Well, um, so more, would you say motion. that? Ha- oh, I was just going to say, even motion, like when you're dancing and mm-hmm. things like that, that, that when you're going forth and moving the energies and that's it deals with air oh, oh yeah definitely definitely this is why i'm saying that uh um that air is the element that interacts most with everything because if you are milling and moving around or dancing or screaming screaming i do that at the time or two or we are doing things right in speaking all that it doesn't matter. You're interacting with the element of air. You have your incense on. There's air right there. You, you're singing, chanting. There's air. So air is basically in almost all mm-hmm. our workings. Actually, all of the elements are in all of our workings. If we really think about it, you're milling, you're stomping, you're hitting the ground, you're moving the air, you have the fire, you're milling around the fire, you're moving to make the wind and air. All of it, you have every single element is in every cell. You're missing water. Um, you're sweating. Our sweat. You're sweating. You're sweating. <laughs> I got water. I'm yesterday, yes. Yes. Oh my God, it was so hot yesterday. Woo. Yeah, on our on bad. our Lun- uh, Lunasa uh, ritual yesterday, yes, it was extremely hot. It's so yes. hot. Poor Lisa had her robe, robe. Ooh. Yes. I had I to interact with all the elements, okay? It was hot. Okay. <laughs> created extra one? Gotcha. Yes. Created the water. Yeah, but yeah, no, I agree. The elements are present almost in everything that we do, right? Um, um, the thing is that I think that the air is one of the elements that we probably interact the most, you know, like with the incense, our chanting, our movement, you know, uh, uh, our, even our breathing. Because I, I think it's probably one of the most overlooked 
Yes. At least for myself, because mm. I don't put as much significance into air as I know that I could. So I think I overlook it quite a bit. When Maybe you don't think about important. it, but obviously you use it. Yeah, I do. I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think about it. I'm yeah. just, you know, I overlook the importance of it. Yeah. So what is a negative aspect of air? Negative aspect yeah. of air? It blows your shit out. Uh, it can be destructive. <laughs> Hurricanes, it can be destructive. Yeah, it's very destructive, yes. Negative or strong thoughts, winds. Negative wishes. Even if someone's not casting or doing any type of spell work, if you speak in a negative way, you still send that energy. That's true. Are they are they using is... the air as a negativity towards you? So now they're using your air, uh, the air, to go to aim it to you. And we're using it to do our spells. Everybody's just using it to do whatever they need to do. Yeah, but it's also the thoughts. Like every, uh, I think that what everybody's trying to say is the thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes, and that doesn't mean that you need to be thinking bad about someone, but that could be also like self-negative. Negative self-talk, yeah. You know, yes. like that. Every everything that you think, it's 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 connected to air, but also the overthinking. When we overthink things. You know, we are always overthinking and that element becomes a little bit of our enemy because overthinking connected to air means that probably you're not very well grounded in that moment. So you that there is that needs to be a balance with that. Right. Like like we stated in, in the first episode of elements, each element has a positive and a negative. You know, you all mentioned a, a, a hurricane. Uh, and, and different things that the element of air can actually do that is negative. When it comes to medical astrology, my teacher taught me that if you don't have a lot of air in your chart, your body can't communicate with itself and it gets lost with signals. Oh, okay. That is interesting. Yeah. That is very interesting. So, I'm actually going to take that point and also apply it, for example, to people, right? If we don't have, if we don't use the element of air correctly, we don't have the ability to communicate with each other, right? And if you don't have that ability to communicate with another, then you don't have the ability to communicate probably with spirit or connect to whatever working you're doing. There's other ways to implement it by using a feather or chanting or having sound in the background that strengthens the air within you. So there's a way to remedy it. Okay. Okay. Um, air, even though that I, I don't want to say that we don't have a lot to talk about, right? I just feel like it's so important. And I'm going to say simple because not because the element is simple it's because it's like you said brandy so easy to overlook it because we do it so naturally that we don't pay attention but it's very important because whether you are casting a spell and you're using your words or you have an incense or you have smoke or whether you are chanting or whether you are moving or whether you are blowing the fire. Or using breath and breathing to get into a trance state. Yeah, altered state. Yeah, all that. I think that the element of air is one of the most important elements. Anybody else has any? Well, I mean, even with exercise, and I'll bring that up, there's a big thing with breathing correctly. Um, because when you get your breathing correctly down, you can burn your energy in your body, like your carbs or whatever else, to when you're exerting yourself and be able to work out better. Because if you don't breathe pr properly, you're going to run out of breath. So air is very important, even in exercise, too. Yeah, I, I do believe that just because we, we can breathe, we don't think about it. So if you apply that to spell work and spiritual aspect of air, it works the same way. Just because we we don't recognize it or we don't acknowledge that it's there, doesn't mean it's not, it's, it's not but it's extremely important. 
that element is extremely important. Um, anybody has anything else that they want to say? Okay, well, I guess that we are going to move on to the element of fire. Fire. And yes, we had a break for us over here and everybody's laughing. And we've been trying to control ourselves a little bit, right? I'm trying to be the, you know, the, like the wise person oh, here. Oh, God, stop it. And, uh, yeah. And you're full of shit. Well, I'm, 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 not, I'm not laughing right now. Only because you're trying to hold it back. And I'm good at it. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Anyway, element of fire, right? Uh, I think we left this to be the last one on purpose. So because it's our favorite. Yes. Yeah. I think we all like fire. Mm-hmm. Right? We all like what to have. Say? What does that say about us as a whole? It says a lot of good things. That too, but mostly good. And we're going to discuss right now why they're good. <laughs> so, anybody wants to say anything about fire? Mm, fire. Okay, we stated that already. <laughs> it's an awesome energy. It is both for spell work and creative. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's for barbecues. Of course he did. Of course he did. You know he's got to have coconut salt. Fire has a lot of transformation, and within astrology, if you have a lot of, well, if you have some fire in your chart, those people tend to be more healthy. Okay. More vitality. Hmm. Interesting. Well, which, yeah, because fire, fire, we have Brenda here looking at the charts, Uh uh, because Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, right? That's very good. Yeah, um, um, fire rep- represents life. When it comes to uh, witchcraft, spiritualism, uh-huh. the element, yes. it represents life. And even though that is, celebrations have fire. Exactly. Yeah. Fire this is, all this connects to life. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, uh, light, uh, having a bonfire, community coming together. It represents things about life and a good life, right? And a lot of people are going to say like, oh, well, you know, fire can, you know, burn your house. And yeah, but that's different. That is different. What we're talking about is the element, not the action that the element can. can you can. always have positive and you always have negative. Yes. So yes, you do. You have to have it. Oh, yeah. If you want to look at a, a very negative aspect of fire, it's it's going to be it's kind of a mixture of elements. But it's going to be, for example, a volcano that is fire. You know, destruction, but out of it becomes new life. Yeah. It destroys and then out of it, uh, life begins again. And it's just a a circle. Yeah. And then what would you say that in your, in your spell work or rituals, how, how fire would be represented? actually depends on the spell but transformation burning things away raising energy yeah yeah candles yep candles cauldrons cauldrons yeah Yeah. also without fire we can't cook food and that's so important that when it comes to the element of transformation yes fire can transform true Right, but it also is a great way for petitions. We light them and we do our petitions. Oh, he's learning. God dang, he knows So we we do our petition. We breathe into our petition, and then we set it on fire, and it goes out in the universe, and it it creates creates what we want. Yeah, and how how about how about within? We we know we mentioned already. We mentioned in the in the previous uh, uh, element. So if you have a fire moon, you're going to sense your intuition by feeling very hot within your body. Okay. That is an indicator of its intuition. Okay. Well, that's 
That's something okay. I didn't know. No, interesting. That's something I didn't know. Uh, but Brad's how chart. about? <laughs> yeah, Brandy's grabbing the chart, uh, NATO I, chart. I use it for fire strike. I can look in the fire and I can see. So divination. Uh, see things, and I can read it, and um, it just helps um, what uh, for me to understand what I'm looking at. And so I don't like water scribing, but I I can I do love fire, uh, fire scribing. Okay. I can, I can get into it more than I can do the water or the the uh, mirror. Yeah. Oh, well, fire has more more energy yes. and it has more flow in a in in a sense. You know, more movement, a little bit more chaotic, right? But when it when, when it comes within mm-hmm. within you as an individual as a spirit, where 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 will you find your fire? Yeah, your fire. fire. Or what you do you feel that the element of fire resides within you? In your passions. In, yeah. In, Passion? In your, in your my blood. What's it, why my words are hard right now? Uh your lower energetic field. <laughs> um um your sacral. Your sacral if, you're, if, it, if you're looking at a chakra, if you're um if you're going with um It's just in your lower abdominal area. Let's we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. No, that that is that is very true. Uh, also, if you if you look at your will to do things, mm-hmm. that is also connected to the element of fire, right? When you're doing a spell, or you're doing a ritual. Yeah, you can you can you can raise all the energy you want, but if you cannot will that energy away or will that energy to the target that you mm-hmm. you know it. And that is also fire. You will is fire, right? For some yeah. people, like Patrick said, their intuition is fire, right? Uh, because not only because of uh, of fire crying, but because they feel different with their intuition. Like Tabitha said, like I just learned that something I didn't know, that they feel hotter, but also candles. They can do... You know, they can look at the flame of the candle, kind of a fire crying, but it's not called fire crying because it's basically candle gazing. Mm-hmm. But it helps you connect much more to yourself and to your inner self. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much. It, it definitely, it definitely does. Um, so, um, what would you say that is something related to your practice? that is connected to fire um like to me i think personally like creativity and inspiration and like things that i do with my crafts through my work and through my even my spell crafting and all of that like i think that it's that you know that fire within that gives you that inspiration that creativity and all of that okay within anyway um, how about uh-huh so for me, it would be action, taking action and following through. When things are burnt away, there's um, new things. But fire as an element in astrology is always the action to act. How about sudden changes? That would be Aries. Yeah, but how about sudden changes? When you have to make, not make a decision necessarily, but when you have been expecting a change or you've been wanting a change and that change happens suddenly. I've always thought of that as a connection to fire. It's a really quick uh, way of burning things away. It's done. Mm -hmm. Now you have to move on. There's no other way. So the element of fire, you know, influences in so many different ways that um, um, even when you're giving offerings mm-hmm. ritualistically, you know, a lot of offerings are given through the through the fire. Like Patrick said, you know, burn a, burn a petition away. Mm-hmm. But it's not only petitions. You can throw uh, your your dolls, your puppets mm-hmm. into the fire. You can act about sigils. Pictures. Right? Pictures. I've, Pictures. I've actually created boxes 
um, you know, whether you call it an intention box or whatnot, that are filled with all of the things that you're wanting to have happen, and the herbs or correspondences to go with them, blah, 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 whatever, and you literally burn it in the fire to create that thing that was not in existence before. How about protection? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very much. Very much it involves fire. Fire is great for protection. Like a, like a firewall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like burning your enemy's bullshit away? Working mm -hmm. with the energy of Mars. Okay. Yeah. The planet Mars? Yeah, because that is a the planet of war, but also protection and action. So would you say that the element of fire can be excessive? Yes. Yes. To the point that, um, you know, not that you have it too much in you, but that can be almost addicting. It can be almost addicting. It can be self-destructive and mm -hmm. you could be toxic. Exactly. Yep. To the point of being toxic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is one of those elements that if you don't know how to work with it, can turn on you, mm -hmm. right? If you don't have really good control, whether, uh, and this is not about temper. This is not about you being, you know, uh, 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 a hothead. This is more about working with that element and that element actually, uh, you, you actually realizing that that element gives you so much energy, strength, power that you turn to start to not abuse it, but you start getting consumed by it. Right. Yeah. You can't, you can't live in that state of being. For too long because you will become consumed by it absolutely it will overtake your you know, everything else you have to have the balance yeah exactly so um i'm curious besides besides petitions and burning things away is there any other way that you can use the element of fire within your spellcraft you can create you can use um a You can you can use do a fire spell. You can put something into the fire, and you know you'll have your herbs or whatnot, and you throw it in the fire, and that's the spell. You know, yeah. You can meditate with it. You can meditate with fire. Absolutely. There's a ton of things you can do. Candle workings, obviously. Yeah. I love candle workings. Tons of candles. So meditation, candle working, burning things away. You can make like sun water. You can make things from fire to use with your craft. Mm -hmm. So like. Like, for example, like molding something or yeah. just transforming something for your craft. Yeah. Even the athame, if you like, make it yourself. How about healing? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I, I find it if I'm sitting by a fire or by a, um, a fireplace and just sitting there relaxing, I'm more relaxed around there and I can just breathe and just look at it and it just like takes you away and it just you're no longer you know there in the present so, mm -hmm. but you're just so you left and, and you, i feel better afterwards you know so okay but so, also even reiki i mean generating heat like a lot of times i remember you know when we were practicing like they would tell you rub your hands and then feel that energy within your um you know within with, your yeah that you've created yeah between your between your hands yeah, between yeah. Your hands. Yeah, um, healing, healing, uh, uh, just like Patrick said, you know, sometimes even just like fire gazing, staring at the fire can be a very sound healing. The sound of the fire can be very healing. Well, even the sun, and I think people don't really consider that, but that's to me is very important. There are some people that need the sun. They get depressed in the wintertime and mm -hmm. you, you need that. And that's, that's how I am. And that's, it's healing to me. To be going out and even though it's hot and it's hard it it gives me strength believe it or not going out there and the sun's very important i mean it gives you vitamin d number one <laughs> yeah so, you you must have a lot of vitamin d i do get a lot of vitamin d <laughs> yeah but um um look at it this way or at least this is my opinion right i know that we mentioned the air tends to interact a lot with other elements and it's very present with us like all the time when we don't notice it. But fire actually affects all our all our senses, the way that we feel, the way that we think, the way that we feel spiritually. It's 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 like there, whether it's the lack of it or too much of it, it 
plays a big role in how we cast spells, how we feel about each other and how you feel about yourself personally, but it, it also helps you control your mind. Because it's that 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 will that you that we have inside of us, you know, our passion. Um, I just so very grounding. I just don't feel like uh, when we're working on spells, if we don't have the element of fire, it just doesn't feel like it's finished or complete. Um, you can you can make things. You can put in a petition. You can put uh, herbs on a plate. You can. Who do everything, but the moment you light that candle, or the moment you you set it ablaze in a in a a fire pit, it feels complete. It feels like something is finished, or and with it. If you don't have it, it just doesn't feel like you did it right, or it just didn't it didn't feel like it it was there. I mean. So I, that's just my opinion. No, 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 and, and that's a fair opinion. You know, I, I, I do think that, that there are some spells that don't need fire, right? right? Uh, but I, I do feel like the element of fire is always going to be an important component of the majority of spells. And a lot of the time when you do add that fire, it does feel like a little bit more of a power behind it. Yes. Rather mm -hmm. than, you know, well, I'd like to say if you're working with a water spell, it's not going to feel as intense. It's going to do the same, you know, have the same result, but it's not going to feel as intense without the fire. Yeah, well, I, I mentioned, yeah, it makes perfect sense. I think that what, I, what I'm referring to, for example, if I am going to do, um, no, I have nothing against Reiki. Nothing at all. Yeah, you can do Reiki from distance, right? And I think that is awesome. But that is not my personal approach when I'm going to do things, right? I don't uh, just... If I'm going to do a healing spell for someone, I'm, 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 I don't send Reiki, right? If I'm going to do a, a, a spell that I'm going to craft something, and let's just say that I'm going to help this person with pain, I will not use the element of fire because I feel like the fire can intensify the pain, right? I could use the fire in representation of the pain and me putting out that fire, taking the pain away, right? So... You see how uh, versatile the, uh, of the element of fire can be, not only the will of doing things or powering up things, but also the representation of something, you know, like pain. This is why knowing the elements so well and how they, they, they fit with you is so important for your craft. Because, for example, you love fire, Patrick, yeah, right? I don't like water. Right? So I prefer everything needs to be fire or heat or the destructive power of it and i just can't get into the water and there's a reason for that <laughs> obviously the astrologer is right next door and she's you got my chart no water in your chart great so you, you still need to wear some type of moonstone to balance those things out but yeah and then for some reason i just i can get into all of the spell working if it has fire and I, and I love it. I mean, I can just sit there and I can be, you know, I can be angry or whatever. And all of a sudden we're doing it that way with fire or even around a fire pit. It just seems like it just melts away. And I can, I no longer am I stressed, no longer am I, you know, angry. And no, I can just concentrate and I feel complete with it. And but if we do something with mirrors or water and it's just, it's like stress and, I just, I can't get into it. I just can't wrap myself around it. Yeah. Well, if you look at the element of fire, you know, in some uh, traditions, you know, and I believe the, the yeah, the, the uh, in the in the Greek pantheon, you know, even fire was a gift from the gods, mm -hmm. right? Uh, from, I don't remember now the god. Don't remember now. Oh, my God. Apollo? No, no, it's not Apollo. But Zeus. Apollo is uh no, it's not Zeus. Zeus. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, but nice. No, it's not Zeus. Well, Lou is also the god of the sun. Right? Yes. Yeah, you right. have yeah, yeah His you have. His name translates into the shining one. Yeah, you have Lou, you have Ra, you have uh, Apollo or Lucifer, 
uh, you, you have a lot of deities that are connected to fire. Also, that you have a lot of deities connected to water, right? But um, um, uh, within, uh, I can't, re I can't believe I can't remember the name of this of this god. Um, but fire was a gift from 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 the gods to men, and I think that it's not that I believe that happened, and it's just. We have the, the fire was a gift. I just feel like fire has a special ability. And even, you know, in tarot, uh, fire is represented by wands. Yes. And, you know, to me, it's always been like a suit of like creativity and, you know, passion and drive and all of that. Um, I've always. For a reason. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, fire, yes. Um, but I also, but I also. Uh, connect the element of fire to, uh, to power, mm -hmm. yeah. power, mm -hmm. right? And the power to do all those things that you just said, yeah. you know, be creative, have ideas, uh, being destructive, uh, for take everything, action. take action. Yeah. For everything. And if you look at the element of fire, usually when it's connected to a deity, that element of fire, that deity is not a deity of love, playing nice. playing nice. It's a deity that is very aggressive. Or powerful. <laughs> or powerful or with a lot of action behind, right? Hecate with the torches. Yes. Oh, Lying yes. Away. Yes. Um, um, also, you have the Morrigan. The Morrigan is connected to the element of fire. Mm. She burns things away and she Makes creates them sense. new. And it's a lot of chaos, a lot of chaos. Um, so in your altar, besides a candle, because that's the obvious answer, what else can you use to represent fire? A cauldron. Cauldron. A wand. A wand. Picture of it. And actually have a, you know, a picture of a, a fire or um, or even set it on top of a fireplace. Like um, we have one at the Mystic Frog. We have our altar is actually on our fireplace at this drawer. Yeah. And so, and it's crystals. And crystals. Stones that are related to the element mm -hmm. fire. Salamander. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you want to put a salamander in no, your altar, no, no I know. I was, a representation of oh, I know. I was trying to make a joke. I was trying to make a joke. We were representing. Now we we're not throwing the poor salamander in the fire. All over Patrick. Huh? We'll go get the one that's coming all over him. Yeah, yeah. in the graveyard. That's yeah. Uh, sunstone would be a good example. Sunstone, carnelian. Carnelian. Really good one, ruby. Ruby. Ruby is a great yep. one. Lava rock. A lava rock. You see that there are different representations of fire, not necessarily a candle. And usually, when you talk to people, you know, oh yeah, you you know, you can use a, a candle for the representation of fire. And this is, uh, uh, you know, like it's like it, that would be the only way for you to represent fire on your altar. No, no. So many ways. There is a lot. It's a lot of ways. A lot of ways. Uh, you can charge something outside, like a sigil, for fire, and you can charge it with fire, or you can put it outside, yeah. right? Um, sun um, water. Um, sun water. Uh, like we said, uh, how about herbs? What? Er sunflowers. Yes. Sunflowers. <laughs> yeah, some. <laughs> I was just going to ask that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dandelions. Dandelions is another example or representation of and the element the of fire. That is Yeah, that's true. That is very true. A lot of, yeah. Um, um, but you see, you have a lot of uh, different, uh, I want to say, I don't want to say things, but different things that you can actually place on your altar that will represent fire. Uh, any other way that you would use fire? Coffee? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Are tired? I was just looking at her book. Um, so on the herbs, it said chili, peppers, coffee, uh, pepper, tobacco, garlic. Yeah. 
chilies. That was mm-hmm. I was going to go for that. Everything that carries coffee. heat. Yes. Is a representation of fire. I love I love I eat love food that's hot. Yeah. Chilies. How about the color red? Oh, yep. Well, yes. my favorite color. <laughs> yeah, the color red. That is a representation of fire. Or gold, because gold is the metal of fire. Yes. So, in astrology with your first house, <laughs> if you have a fire sign in your big three, there's most likely a red tint to your hair. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Grabs charts. Yeah, Brandy <laughs> grabs the charts and looks at them. Yes. I hope that someday we can do someday. this live. Live and on a video. Oh my and we God. can record it. You guys would laugh so hard. Because <laughs> you would laugh so hard. Because the faces that I see. Yeah, the gestures that I see. The middle fingers that go up. All that. You know, uh, like Tabitha throwing a jet stone at Patrick, uh, things like that, right? And that is actually also connected to the element of fire. Life. Yeah. Life. Joyfulness. That is element of fire. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. We have a lot of that. Yes. Yes, we do. I, I do feel like all the elements are important, right? Not like, uh, I don't want to say that an element is more important than another, right? Because having too much of one element, if you have too much fire in you, like I mentioned before, it will consume you. If you have too much air in you, you're floating, so you disassociate. If you have too much water in you, I'm not going to, you're very emotional. Yeah, you're very emotional. If you have too much earth on you, you're stubborn and hard headed. What are you saying? Uh, That I'm looking at you? Yeah. It means you need to start working with water a little. Yes. You should always work on your weaknesses. Yeah, this is, no, no, no. This is what what Blaine is bringing is a very good point. Mm You know why? Because we should be balanced. I say should, not need to be, right? Because we would feel better. I can tell you, just because of that, just because you have a lot of fire, Patrick, just because of that, that for you, it's really hard for you to probably uh, uh, talk about your emotions, how you really feel about things, like really feel about things. And it's the lack of water, of connection with water, right? So drink some water. Go ahead. <laughs> Lisa's giving Patrick a glass of water. He's drinking water. Um, no, but you see, it's all the elements are necessary. All the elements are necessary. I do my due diligence with earth because I have no earth. See, I, I think I have earth and I have fire. And I do my my, my, my work with the element of earth, right? But all elements are extremely important, whether we're talking about um, self-growth and self-development, but also in our craft. And I think that we tend to lack when it comes to that. We have our favorites and we just work with our favorites. How you all feel about that? I agree with that. It's very true. I mean, I love fire because it just, to me, it's celebrations. And it's all all the things that we do when we celebrate have to do with fire. Yeah. But yeah, we have to introduce balance and work with everything. For example, you know, like yesterday, it was a very hot day, but we still had a fire. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Did we need it to have that fire? Yes. 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 (laughs) No. (laughs) We didn't. But we use the fire. That's a good example uh-huh. of how we, you know, sometimes go over things. Okay. Um, so balance. Balance is very important. So even though that we would love to keep talking about elements, uh, we have some announcements to make. Right, Brandy? Yes, we do. 
So I did not get any emails from any of the shops this week, so I cannot announce what they have going on. Um, so boys and girls, send me your stuffs if you want me to announce it. Um, but here at the Mystic Frog, we have, first of all, on Tuesday, the, sorry, sorry, Wednesday, the 2nd, at 7.30, we have Energy 101 with Lacey. That's going to be the beginning of um, some further classes that are going to be kind of building on that. Um, so that was going to be a really good foundational class. So if you want to get in on that, give us a call tomorrow. We will be open from 12 to 7. Um, then we have on Friday, we have the second half of the Master Room Work class. Um, that was a really good class, the first half. Second half, if you still want to get in, she could probably give you all the information from the first half. Um, then next week, we have starting on Tuesday the 8th, we have Tarot with Tabitha. And she's going to be going into the astrological aspects of that as well. So that is going to be a six-part class starting on the 8th. And that's going to be, that's, if you want to get in on that one, you have to be in from the beginning. So you need to give us a call at the shop this week to get signed up for that. Um, next week on the 10th, we have Candle Magic class at 7.30. And then on the 12th, we are, we have, first of all, we have a sound bath in the morning at 8 o'clock. And then we have, we're starting our Mystic Tadpoles class from 11 to 12. You guys, this is going to be incredible. This is going to be a class to help kids learn to help cope with the things that they're dealing with, um, to learn the paths that we are walking as their parents, to kind of understand the things that we are doing and how they can incorporate it into their lives if they want. This class is going to be actually on how kids can understand their feelings about going back to school and different things like that. So this class, you guys, I'm super excited about this. It's going to be an incredible class. I have a lot of people signed up for this one already, so you might want to hurry because it is going to be limited because kids um other than that i think we're just going to go with those for now so give us a call at the shop if you want to get signed up for any of those or come in it's 801-471-3144 otherwise come in and see us saturday we also have the norse mythology class nope okay no all right so um yes you know uh call the shop make sure that uh you register for those amazing classes we have some things some things uh that we are cooking um i know that it's not this week but at the end of this month we have a full moon ritual oh yeah we have a full moon ritual and it's a it's a blue moon yep it's a blue moon uh you're gonna be doing that ritual I right am. yes i am yeah brandy's gonna be doing that ritual uh if you are interested in joining a full moon ritual connected not connected, but I would say that is a blue moon. Mm -hmm. That is a rare moon. So call the shop and 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 and, and register for oh, that. For sure, for sure. Yes, Tabitha. So, so the newspaper, the Pagan Chronicle, is coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. We're gonna have that okay. in the shop probably tomorrow afternoon. I thought everybody was gonna sing with me. I love you. That doesn't work anymore. You're me. I'm going to keep singing now. You got me started. You're screwed. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you were saying that uh, the Pagan Chronicle, it's coming out. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. <sighs> you so see what I, I have to deal with? I did read that people can actually order it and it will be delivered to yes, their home. Yes, you can have it delivered to your house. Yes, absolutely. That will be really nice. Yes. Uh, Tabitha has an article there. Yes, all about astrology and what to expect. Yeah, uh, I have an article there. Um, uh, Brujeria uh, is the second article and is connected specifically to the spirits of the traditions. Right? Um, it's going to be a, it is, it is a really good article. Uh, but there's also so many different people. I believe Tracy Badger has an article there too. With We Witches 3. With We Witches 3. So, yeah, you know, get your, your pick and chronicle. Absolutely. We're going to have them in the shop. Yep. We're going to have them here at the shop. already. Yep. We're going to have them with the shop so you can come by the Mystic Frog and pick your copy. Also, come check out the new stuff at the shop. 
There are, you know, dead shit. A lot of taxidermy. That it looks amazing, and if you are a person that likes likes to work with uh, with the dead or or with bones, come so check come it and out. Come get our dead shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, anything else that we may need to tell our audience? If you guys want any handmade or custom items, you can go to crescentauras.com and support your local witches. <laughs> If you want to learn more about your chart, you can book an appointment with me. I'm in every Tuesday at the Mystic Frog. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm here at the Mystic Frog every Wednesday, right? So if you're interested in a reading, dream interpretation, past life reading, mediumship, please come see me. Come see me if you dare. No, I'm joking. Anything else? <laughs> I think that's, that's it. everything. Okay, well, there's more we don't remember. I, I know, I know. It was a really long day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, thank you for joining us, listen <coughs> and listening to us with our thoughts, ideas, and today with our goofiness. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And from all of us, to all of you, to all of you, good night, good night. Bye. Bye. Good night. <laughs>